Hello and welcome to Beyond Networking, the show where we help you build a sustainable career and a meaningful life with the power of human connection. I'm your host, Brian Miller, and this week we're going into the vault. We're going back to season two, back when the podcast was called One New Person, and my guest was Getrude Mache. Getrude is a serial social entrepreneur. She's one of the most remarkable women I've ever met. For decades, she's been doing really serious, powerful, world-changing stuff. And she's not a millionaire. She's the first to say she's an ordinary woman. She doesn't have a ton of money. She's found ways to make an impact in spite of that. And in some cases, because of that. And here, you're going to hear her talking about the African philosophy of Ubuntu. Because Getrude is originally from Zimbabwe, she is uh, living currently in New Zealand and travels all over the world. I had the incredible honor of being her coach for her second, maybe her third TEDx talk, uh, Ubuntu 2.0, Humanities Operating System. And ever since then, we've worked together. I've helped her with some projects. And she has been just shattering the planet lately in the best possible way with Her Story Circle, which is a women's empowerment movement that's international. She's impacting tens of thousands of people. She's amazing. And in this clip, you're going to hear from her episode back in season two. Getrude explains what Ubuntu is, what the philosophy is, what it means, and kind of what's gone wrong in the world. And this was a couple of years ago. This was pre-COVID. This was pre the political division and the populist uprisings that have happened all over the world. And her message has never been more relevant. So I wanted to dig this back up from the vault so you could hear it. Please enjoy this clip from Getrude Mache back in season two. If you'd like to hear the rest of her episode, and I know that you're going to want to, go to beyondnetworkingpodcast.com and search her name, Getrude, G-E-T-R-U-D. Here you go. Take it away. Ubuntu. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, you, you are. I, I, Thank I'm, you. I'm always. I, I try to be very, very <laughs> conscious of pronouncing things, and Americans have a terrible habit of completely mispronouncing everything, <laughs> but also being oblivious to it. So I try to at least not be oblivious. Um, Ubuntu. What? What is it? Ubuntu is an African philosophy enshrined in the belief that. A person is a person through other people. So Ubuntu, Gamuntu, Gavantu is the literal translation. Um, in Africa, we believe that humanity is one. I could not be here without you and you could not be there without me. So it's in the observation of each other that we exist. And it's a way of being, it's a way of living, and I didn't realize how magical it was until I left Africa. <laughs> oh. So when I went to London for the first time, or the second time, I was 19. I had gone to study and I lived in a society where people didn't look me in the eye. And I felt like I was disappearing. And I would phone home and, and cry and say to my mom, I feel like I'm not here. My mother would say, what, what do you mean? I'm like, nobody looks at me. Nobody sees me. Mm. So when we greet in Southern Africa, we say Sabona, which means I see you. And it's not just the seeing of sight. It's my acknowledging you as a, another human being. And so it, it was a struggle for me when I first left Africa. I felt like a, 
a fish out of water because my very existence up until that point was based on the people around me. It was based on community. And I, I lost that when I moved to London for the first time. It's so interesting that you say you you lost that because I I feel like we we hear it a lot, especially in America today, that you know it's so divisive and so distracted. We're so disconnected, and I've always wondered, you know, is, is that really just here? Is it everywhere? And what's interesting to me about that is that you were born in that and you lived that philosophy, and then when you left, did you feel like? Did you feel like you lost it or that you were unable to take it with you because the cultures that you like you went into, the new places you went into, they didn't have that same philosophy? Is that which one happened? I think it's the second. Yeah. Um, I kept it in me. I kept trying to connect. Mm. And every once in a while, I would have these magical moments mm. where I would bump into these random strangers who saw me, who looked at me, who had a present conversation with me. Because the other thing about Ubuntu is about being fully present to someone when you speak to them. So in the societies where I've lived out of Africa, people don't do that as a natural thing. What are they not doing? Like what, I, I feel like that's actually, that's a harder question than what, what, sh, what are you used to people doing? I'm used to people just being authentic. Mm. They're not fronting. They're not trying to be something. They're not trying to impress you. Um, people are just who they are. And so I, I come from a culture where in my language, there is no sarcasm. Mm. There's no innuendo in our language. So if somebody says something to you, they mean what they say. Uh. So Ubuntu is also in the language. And this is something else that I I discovered after I left Africa, yeah. just how it's, it's interwoven in, in so many ways. You know, yeah. like if you wake up in the morning, you say to someone, Mangwana ni mamukasei. And it means, good morning, how did you rise? And the answer is, which means, I woke up well if you woke up well. So if you're not okay, I'm not okay. And, and it's, it's so tied in the language, it's tied in the culture. Wow. And then I found that I would be having a conversation with someone. And after a few minutes, I would see their eyes glazing over. And I can see they're not here anymore. And they're now thinking, oh, shit, she's talking too much. I've got a meeting. I want to be polite. And they would keep going, but yeah. they weren't there with me anymore. So th that's the things that I picked up. Yeah, that that eyes glazed over thing that uh, that's and I, you know, I, I get it that as a, you know, as a communication coach and, and I try to get it that by teaching, you know, some of the fundamental principles of active listening. And it's so silly. It f almost feels so silly that you have to teach active listening, yes. but you have to teach active listening. And, and I feel like when I have conversations with people so often, you can see it's not only that they glaze over, they're either thinking they, they heard you say something. Mm -hmm. And they realize they have a interesting, clever, or witty response to that thing, but you're still talking, and so they they don't get to say it yet, and so they just tune you out and keep going. Just remember that clever thing I want to say. <laughs> just remember that clever thing I want to say, and they just wait until your lips stop moving. Yes. And when they see that, they just jump in and say that clever thing, which it often is unrelated because yes. you've moved on. They haven't you're even three heard points you. Later. <laughs> Yeah. And they're just interjecting. Um, so so the idea worth spreading in your TEDx talk last night, uh, can you uh, can you kind of give us that in one tight, you know, neat sentence? So imagine for a moment 
if we could solve humanity's problems like our blood heals wounds. Mm-hmm. So if we were to think of the human race as an organism, that we are parts of the same whole, we're just cells. My grandmother used to describe it in a really interesting way. She would say, if you cut your finger and you start to bleed, your white blood cells will rush to that point to heal it. In a week's time, you can't even see the scar. That's how we should be reacting and responding to each other in the world. So that if we hear that there is an earthquake in Haiti and the 7 billion people on this planet just gave a dollar Mm -hmm. to Haiti, we could restore that country in a day. Mm -hmm. So in Ubuntu, there's a sense of abundance. There's a sense of enoughness. And what I found out of Africa is a sense of not enoughness Mm -hmm. and me and not we. Oh my goodness, I love Gertrude so much. If you want to hear more of her story, which is absolutely wild, it will move you to tears, it will move you to laughter, and it will inspire you to do better and be better, head to beyondnetworkingpodcast.com, search for Gertrude, and listen to the entire episode. You can even watch it because that's one of the ones I filmed back before I was filming every episode like I do now. You can watch the full thing on YouTube. She's even more amazing when you get to see her, how animated, how full of life, how excited, how vulnerable, how generous she is. So go check that out. And always, thanks so much for sticking with me. Remember, our world is a shared experience. Every interaction is meaningful and every person you meet, even virtually, is important. And we'll see you soon.